Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to Hello Next Level, a personal development podcast to help you navigate uncomfortable times and uplevel your life through personal development, mindset tips, and self-discovery. We are your hosts, Taylor and Kirsten, and we're here to help you uncover your highest potential, support you, and create a community of like-minded, badass girl pals. Hey guys. Hey. Welcome back to Hello Next Level. Um, This is episode 14. um, And today we're super excited to have Eden Busani with us. Um, She's going to be speaking about uh, law of attraction. And um, Eden is actually the host of her own podcast called Mending Broken Beliefs. Um, It's kind of where she talks about her own story and she helps others change their perspective of theirs. Um, to be able to appreciate their ups and downs more um, and let them know that they can always choose again. So welcome, Eden. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. Amazing introduction. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, So we're super excited to get into this topic with you. Um, I know that law of attraction is kind of a fairly new topic for both of us. I think Kirsten has a little bit more experience than I do, but we're both super excited to get into it. Awesome. Um, So we kind of wanted to start with, um, I know you wanted to speak a little bit to um, kind of your personal energy versus universal energy um, and kind of the distinction between the both and also how they play together as well. Well, okay. So our personal energy, first of all, every single one of us is energy. Our physical part, our body, which is what we see, that's the vessel in which our energy lies in. So you yourself, your energy and the body that you see is the vessel. Now, because we cannot see that energy, we tend to forget about that. We tend to leave it on the sidelines. But the problem is that it's literally the most important part. It's who you are. So many, many times we meet people from all over the world who focus on the vessel, but they don't focus on what's inside of it. They don't know who they are. They don't understand themselves. There's no communication between themselves and themselves. There's no self-love full of self-doubt and self-hatred and negative talk and negative thinking. And I want you to think of yourself just like you would deal with anybody else, whether it's in a relationship with a significant other, a relationship with a friend, a relationship with a parent, any relationship that you have, there needs to be communication. There needs to be Mm -hmm. a level of understanding, a level of, I know enough about you to be able to, to understand when you're feeling sad. And when you're feeling sad, I'll know what to do to pick up your mood. Mm -hmm. And feeling happy, I'll know when you're feeling happy. And I'll also know what to do to celebrate that with you. Yeah, definitely. Relationships is all about understanding the other person on a deeper level. And a very big part of that is communication. So if we look at ourselves, I'm in a relationship with myself first and foremost. You know, there's this um, saying, people say, if you can't learn to love yourself, you'll never be able to love anybody else. Mm -hmm. It always starts from within inside of yourself. If you don't know how to communicate with other people, look in inside yourself maybe you're not communicating properly with yourself because this is where it all starts so we come out into the world we're looking at careers we're looking at into relationships into jobs new homes new friends new everything and you're saying my life is going great i have everything worked worked out for me but your foundation which is yourself is not there so one of my biggest examples that I give is, you know, you go, you drive into any city, any home, the, the home that you're in right now, where you're sitting, you don't have a doubt in your head whether there's foundations holding that structure up, right? You know that there's foundations there. You drive into New York City, that's just because where I am, there's foundations in every single building that you see. And the only reason why the tallest, most, most beautiful buildings are up there is because the foundations are strong. Mm-hmm. What happens when there's an earthquake, when there's a hurricane or what, or a snowstorm, right? So the building is up there and it's strong only because of that foundation. If there was no foundation with the first wind, that building would have come down. That's what I like to try to take that idea, implement that into your life because that foundation is in each and every single one of us. You get to know yourself, yourself 
that's the foundation. And if you don't have that foundation, if you don't have a strong foundation, if you don't know yourself, you don't know your habits, you don't know what ticks you off, what makes you happy, you truly just don't know who you are, you're lacking that foundation. And with any wind, AKA challenges that come your way, any obstacles that are thrown your way, you're just gonna come crumbling down so fast because you don't have that foundation. Mm -hmm. That's why it's so important to get to know ourselves on a deeper level. You know, some people ask, why am I having a mental breakdown? So many people are having midlife crisis. It's become a thing, right? A midlife mm -hmm. crisis. Oh, you're depressed. Oh, it's fine. It's a midlife crisis. Everyone goes through it. No, you're not meant to go through it. We're going through it because we don't know how to cope with our own selves. First and foremost, how are we supposed to cope with everything else that comes in with life? Mm -hmm. That's why so many people experience that. So that is the first part, that energy, which mm -hmm. is you your energy needs to be taken care of. And that's a very big part of self-care, which is a whole nother topic, but that's true. Yeah. The energy of the universe is everybody else's energy. It's the energy from the trees. It's the energy from the cosmos, energy from your computer. It's the energy of the world. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is that energies are always mashing together. There's no personal distance. There's no six feet apart when it comes to, when it comes to energies. You ever walked into a room and you started feeling everybody's vibes? Or if you're talking to somebody and suddenly maybe they're angry, so now you're starting to feel angry? It's because energies are always combining. So if you have a certain vibe, if you're carrying a certain energy, I'm going to be affected by that. And if I'm carrying a certain energy, you're gonna be affected by that. Mm -hmm. So understanding that you have your own personal energy and then there's the energy of the universe. Your energy is constantly communicating with the energy of the universe, always. And that's part of the law of attraction. So I feel this is actually a very great introduction to the law of attraction because that's really what it is. The law of attraction is basically learning to communicate with the, your energy is learning to communicate with the energies of the universe. When there's communication, that's when things start working. When there's no communication, there's blockages. Mm -hmm. Even regular everyday things, you're going to talk to somebody, if, if you don't understand what they're saying, they can be saying the simplest thing like pass the salt and you'll flip out because you have no idea what they're saying, but it's so simple. <laughs> that's the only thing that's missing there. Yeah, it's super, super amazing introduction to all of that. And like, I feel like so much of that was new and also so much of it, I maybe like had a different name for or like thought of in a different way wasn't realizing that that was what law of attraction is basically um like in terms of you know picking up feelings from people or from the room or something like that like i guess i always thought of it as being like intuitive or empathetic or like being mm -hmm. able to kind of attach to someone else's mood or i don't know i've always felt like I don't know if my mom is really sad one day, like I can feel that from all the way over here in Florida. Like I'll just know I'll reach out to her. I can feel it from here. Um, but it's just it's super interesting, like tying your energy into everyone else's. Like, it's just like, I feel like I wish I could visualize it. <laughs> like there's just all these streams of people's energy in the world. Like it would be amazing. Absolutely. And there is actually a way to visualize that I have um, an exercise that I've been teaching my people, um, whoever follows me or um, learns, I teach them. Um, I like to call it the protective dome practice. Mm -hmm. okay? um, what this is, is because there's energies constantly flying in every direction right now where you're sitting, mm -hmm. your aura, have you ever seen like pictures of your aura, like around you, that halo? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get into that. It's, it's really interesting. You're going to, it's going to really make you feel so cool when you start to understand how your energies work. But that protective dome is basically, have you ever seen like movies where like the superhero protects a city or a person and they're just using their magic to make a dome around them and mm -hmm. all of them are shooting at the dome, but everything's just flying right off it. It's not penetrating the dome. Yeah. Okay. Can imagine that. That's exactly what I do every single morning. I have a practice when I meditate, when I wake up, I put my hands out just like this, right? You can see me, put my hand out just like this. And what I do is I go around myself in a circle, the whole thing back in front in a circle. And then I do the same thing on top like this. I'm literally creating a dome around myself. 
and everything in this dome is my energies. It's me, okay? Everything outside, if I go like this, anything past this is already outside. It's not my energy, mm -hmm. somebody else. So if anybody's close to you, even like this, it's gonna start penetrating to your dome. That's how I'm imagining it. And every single day I strengthen my dome, meaning all of those negative comments and looks you get from people, mm -hmm. uh, limiting beliefs, um, just all of these things that make you feel very negative. Maybe you're walking into a room and there's a very negative vibe, right? You don't want to be affected by that, but you have to be there. Maybe it's a meeting, but you don't want it to affect your, your vibes because your energies are constantly communicating, whether you like it or not. If you're in a good mood or in a bad mood, you're always attracting things. So you want to make sure that you're constantly attracting only good energies. So what happens is as soon as negative energies start hitting your radius, it bounces right off, mm -hmm. right? And then good energies, compliments, nice words, friendships, success, productivity, all of these things that make you feel good, that has direct VIP access to this dome. So bear in mind that anything that is in this dome has direct access to change your mood. And that's why it's so important. Every single day, I keep in mind, this is my territory, and nothing will change. I'm the queen of this territory. <laughs> I say when to open the gates. I say when to close them. And if there's something good, I'll open it. If there's something that I don't like, shut the gates. You don't have to take it personally. And even if it's somebody close to you, and I know it's easier said than done, especially when it's someone that you know, someone who's close to you, maybe made you feel really terrible. But understand that if you have this boundary, everything that they're doing or saying is bouncing literally right off. Mm-hmm. And I do want to say that there is a very, like, there's a very thin line because if you're in an abusive relationship, whether it's with a friend or anybody else, you need to get out of there, right? Because that's going to affect your energies. And even if you might say, no, it's not going to affect me. I have my dome up. I'm protected. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily because like I said, energies are always meshing and connecting and they don't have that boundary that you are mentally putting for yourself. Mm-hmm. So there is boundaries and there is, you need to know when, how to use this, how, how you can use this and how far to go with it. But that is, if you want to visualize it, it's a very great way. And I know that it has helped so many people once they start visualizing, helps them put more things into action. Mm, I like that. Um, as far as like, what would you say for someone who maybe has a lower energy and, you know, despite them having this boundary up, their energy themselves is pretty low and they're kind of struggling with that. What would you, what kind of advice would you give them to kind of raise their energy? Right. So this is a great question because we're always dealing with this every single day, every minute of every day, there's circumstances, things that happen and that can affect our emotions. And one of the biggest thing to know, and this is what the manifestation really is, is to know that your surroundings, not to let your surroundings affect your mood, but to let your mood affect your surroundings. So don't be controlled by what's happening. There's traffic, there's a terrible weather. Maybe your friend canceled on you and you had to cancel a million and one things just to see her and then she canceled you last minute, right? Circumstances always happen. Life happens. Maybe there's a car accident. Maybe something terrible happened. You know, start to let your imagination. Life, there's an endless array of negative things that can happen and destroy your mood in a second, right? But if you know and understand that the, the circumstances from outside should not affect how I feel, meaning a lot of times people say, if I'm going to have this million dollars in my bank account, I'll be happy, right? Mm -hmm. Or if I find this person, I'll be happy. Or I'll start to love myself when I know what love really is, meaning if somebody would show me real love, maybe I would know how to love myself. The way we're thinking about it is backwards because we're always looking for our circumstances, for our surroundings to change in order for us to be or feel a certain way. And that is the, that's the biggest block to manifestation because manifestation is all about becoming. It's about, I'm happy and that million dollars is gonna be in my bank account because I'm happy. I'm gonna attract that. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna love myself and then I can attract somebody who will love me. Right. So it's exactly the opposite. The work always starts within yourself and then it spreads out of you. It spreads outwards, not the mm -hmm. opposite, not the other way around in which we always think that it's, it is. So if somebody is feeling like their energies are negative, it's not because of their surroundings. It's not because of things that are happening to them. It's because of themselves. 
-hmm. it's because of things that are happening within themselves. If they're not happy with themselves, they might have a million and one excuses why they're not happy. It could be, well, I didn't get the race that I wanted. Um, somebody else got my promotion. My car broke down. You know, a million and one things could have happened to make me not happy. And legitimate reasons, my car broke down. Why should I be happy, right? But at the end of the day, that's just an excuse. And excuses don't fly with the universe, <laughs> right? And the fact is right now that you're not happy because you're allowing other things to control you instead of you being the master and you being in control, you're allowing other things to control you. So you're mm -hmm. just going with the flow. If something not so good happened, you're going to not, you're going to start feeling not so well. That's you being enslaved to your own emotions. You being your own prisoner. Mm -hmm. No, everyone's always in the pursuit of happiness. What's going to make me happy? Because we're constantly feeling like we're tied down. We're not happy. Why am I not happy? Because I don't have this, 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 and this. Because she has that, that, and that, and I don't. So I'm not happy. But that's the only reason why we're constantly in the pursuit of happiness is because we're literally our own prisoners. And we want to feel that freedom, but we don't have it because we don't feel that within ourselves. Right. So there's a hundred ways you can start to raise your vibes affirmations, mantras, meditations, self-care, going out for walks, listening to music, dancing, anything, anything that makes you put a smile on your face, anything that makes you happy, that is the first step for you to start raising your vibes. And the more you do it, it's like a muscle. The more you practice, the stronger it's going to get. So even if things don't go your way, you're automatically training your subconscious mind to think a certain way that even if things don't go your way, you're still happy. And that's when you know that you are mastering and not a slave. You are a master. I don't care what happens. I decide how I feel. I don't care what you say or do. I decide how I feel. Because your thoughts will always trigger emotions. Without thought, there's thoughts, there are no emotions. Mm -hmm. What are emotions? Emotions are basically things that we give meaning to. So if we see a certain thing and think of it a certain way, I'm going to feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. Right? There can be the same situation and two different people react to it differently. One can get excited for men, one can get really angry, but how is it possible they're both going through the same exact thing? It's because of the way they're thinking of it. So your thoughts will always decide how your emotions will be. And based on your emotions, that's the kind of action that you will take. So if you start to control the way you think and feel, you will be a master of your own actions. Now I'll give you a small example. I feel really stupid saying this because who the hell does this but me? Um, <laughs> but I'll you exactly. I went to Vegas with my husband for our anniversary. And on our way back to New York, I left my laptop at the airport. Oh, oh no. This exact laptop I'm looking at you from right now. This is the laptop that I forgot at the airport. And on the plane, we're in the air, like an hour in, and he's like, yo, where's your laptop? Randomly. I was like, I don't know why. He's like, you left it at the airport. I was like, what? I, I didn't even know how to react, but I wasn't even upset. I, I know that if I wouldn't have practiced all of this, I would have been fuming, nervous, mad my passwords are on it everything's on my computer my career what am I gonna do I would have been worried but I realized that not a single ounce of those emotions even passed through my head for a split second I don't know why I don't know how but the the way I look at it is that I I've trained myself enough and I'm not gonna say that I'm trained I'm not at the, and nobody's trained enough things always happen but mm -hmm. I've enough time to practice to be able to automatically react differently okay so it's at the airport what am I going to do can I fly back can I get off the plane can I call them up no there's no wi-fi in the air what am I going to do now is me being angry going to change the situation me am I going to freak out is it going to magically appear no so automatically my thoughts processed into positive thinking because the more you practice it the easier it's going to get so automatically it just shifted and I was like it's gonna come back to me and I'm not even worried. And if it's not gonna come back to me, I'll get something better. The universe always has a plan for you. So that's just a small example where you can see like automatically how, how much you start practicing, things will start changing in your life. And all of a sudden you're starting noticing opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Even when like 
I don't know if you can say like S-H-I-T here, but even when that hits the fan, <laughs> you, you will think positively about it and it, it changes everything. Yeah, I absolutely love the example that you gave. And I, as you were saying it, I could think of so many examples of things happening to me or, oh, yeah. um, you know, going through something where I just like, just lost it for a minute. And for, for no reason, just because there was no control really. I just, I just kind of reacted to whatever was happening to me instead of being able to, you know, see it for what it was like, I can't, I can't change any of it. Why am I feeling this way about it? Because it's not in my control. And I, oh, so many times I've been so guilty of just like reacting, like you said, and not, not practicing just not giving emotion or meaning or feelings to things that I can't change or things that um, just are the way that they are. And there's no guilt there. You're not guilty of anything. You're a human being. You're not here to play God. You're not here to play some sort of Miss Universe. You're a human being and you're bound to fall and fail. Now, the definition you give to failure, that's how you're going to feel about it. Mm -hmm. I look at failure as a lesson learned as something that I can learn from. You know how many times I've failed in so many areas of my life? <laughs> I can't even begin to explain, but I look at it as a lesson. The more you look as a, at a failure as a failure, as a mistake, that's when you start victimizing yourself. When you look at it as a lesson, you start looking at it from a different perspective. And again, that thought changes how you're gonna feel towards that. We're all guilty of, of exploding. You know, I myself just, today or two days, I don't even know when, I, I did explode and I allowed myself to. In the midst of it all, I knew that I was exploding and I, I, had, I could have controlled how I felt, but I let myself explode because I need to get rid of this energy right now. And after that, after that whole scenario, I sat down, I was like, why am I feeling this way? What is it that's triggering me to react this way? And I asked myself these questions and I look back and I realized there's really no reason for this. I'm just in a bad mood and it happens. And there's, and it just, these things just happen. And you're, you should allow yourself to, to feel your energies. Don't suppress your energies because you're trying to be positive, you know, to all these positive thinkers out there that feel like, Oh, I need to be positive all the time. And I always have a smile on my face. BS, like be real. You can feel sad. You should be feeling sad sometimes, you know, <laughs> don't lose out on half of your emotions because you want to be positive. And the thing is that even your negative emotions are here to help you grow. Because if you never felt sad, how would you understand what compassion is? If you never felt lost, how would you understand love? You need to be able to feel these things. So don't suppress yourself, but also remember that, yes, I'm feeling this way, but I'm also going to understand why. So that's the key. I love that. <clears throat> it's kind of like, it makes me think of that saying, be, do, have. I'm sure you've heard of it, but basically it's the idea of be the thing before you can have it instead of how mm -hmm. people are always kind of like wanting to be, I want to be a millionaire, so I'll be happy then, like you were saying. Like they're waiting to get the thing before being happy instead of choosing to be the thing and then attracting that happiness. And then by, you know, thinking negative thoughts and kind of, always looking at the negative side of things like my car broke down whatever just by focusing on the bad things you're attracting more and more of it so it's kind of like a never-ending cycle of just attracting more bad energy instead of like you were saying sitting there and asking yourself why you're feeling this way and working on changing your thoughts and your perspective and then watching things unfold from there and kind of being able to attract better things into your life which has been it's definitely not easy to do. It doesn't happen overnight, but it's definitely, it's a lot of introspection and like checking yourself. Like you were saying, like you knew you were exploding, but sometimes you just have to kind of let it happen and then look back and say, okay, what could I have done better? 100%, 100%. Everything's just like, everything teaches you something else. Mm -hmm. And I, I also loved what you said um, about, like your definition of failure, because I, I feel like I resonate with that so hard. Like there's some things like, I don't know, for instance, when I'm, when I'm trying something new, like 
a sport or something that like, I want to be good at, whether it's for this person to notice me, or I want to be good at it because they're good at it or whatever it may be. Like if I'm not automatically good at it, it feels so much like a failure. And sometimes I can take that so harshly towards myself that it like, you know, I let it end up ruining my whole day or my whole week or my whole, the rest of my feelings towards this activity or towards this thing. Um, and just hearing you speak about it, like, I feel like I want to practice having all of this control over my, my energies and my emotions. Like it makes me want to put that little bubble around myself every morning and just like give space to, I guess, learn more about my energies and like why I feel certain things and what triggers those feelings. And, um, I don't know, just get to know myself more. I feel like we, we've talked so much in previous episodes too, about like getting to know ourselves, getting to trust ourselves, practicing self-care. And, um, there's honestly so many angles you could go at those things from like law of attraction and affirmations and all these things that, that you've been speaking to. And, um, I think that's the cool part about all this stuff it, is that it all connects in some ways. And, um, it kind of all just goes back to that energy you were speaking about before. Right, 100%. So I don't know how much time we have left. Can we go on? Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. We, uh, I mean, we our our episodes episodes kind of range between uh, times. So yeah, do you want to talk to anything right. specifically? Um, so do you guys want to get right into law of attraction, like how to do it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, great. So um, the law of attraction, like I mentioned before, is really learning to communicate between energies. Your energy learning to communicate between the energy of the universe. What is this energy, right? This energy starts from your thoughts. So there's this concept that's called high frequency vibrations and low frequency vibrations. High frequency vibrations, you know, you've heard of it. You probably know it. Mm -hmm. High frequency vibrations is associated with good feelings, positive feelings when you're happy and all these things. That is your energies around you start to radiate and start making waves, right? Just like you're listening to like a Spotify, you watch these waves go up and down. They're making waves, high frequency vibrations, and the universe reads that. The universe gets that signal and says, okay, high frequency vibration. Whereas a low frequency vibration would have also waves, but different waves, different colors, different sounds, because energy has color, energy has sound, energy has the way it looks. So a low frequency vibration would give off a different kind of wave. It would give off different sounds and also different color. So if you ever look at an aura, if somebody has a purple aura, if somebody has a red aura, if somebody has a white aura, there's different auras, which if you learn it, you can actually understand in a, in a different way. It's beautiful, by the way. But that is a difference between the high frequency vibrations and your low frequency vibrations. So you're basically energy living in a world full of energy that runs by laws of energy and you're trying to control it with materialistic things. How does that work? How, tell me how it works if you're living in pure energy and you're trying to, it's like, it's like you're trying to grab water, right? Water, as much as we think it's physical and it's all that, it's, it's energy. You can't touch it. You can't grab it. You can't grab air. It's like you're trying to eat clouds. Your little kids, oh, can I be on a cloud? No, you cannot. You're trying to put something materialistic with something that's completely energetic. It cannot work. It cannot co it, like it doesn't work. So what happens when we try to put our control into something that's completely energetic? If you try to control a situation, right? You're trying to get a job and you're constantly on that resume. You're constantly looking to see if you got that email back. You're constantly calling them and following up. You're, you're, you're just so nervous about it all the time. You're letting it eat you alive. You're just, you're not, you're not surrendering. You're not relaxing. You're trying to be in full control mode. And what that does is that's basically you telling the universe, honey, sit down. I got this. <laughs> so the universe is going to be like, okay, okay. You do you. And then we're complaining and we're saying, well, this is all God's fault. Why is there no help? Like, why don't I feel abundant? Where are all my blessings? You literally put the universe to sleep and you're telling it, where are you? That's what we're doing when we're 
where we're forcing, when we try to force things to happen, we're literally saying, I have this, I got this, I don't need you. Mm -hmm. The biggest blockages in manifesting things into your life, because it's, it's always easier to get things done if the universe is there to assist you. Mm-hmm. It's like you have a road, you're going on a road trip. You're like, I'm going to go on a road trip. You're all packed. Your car is packed. You're ready to go. You don't have maps. So you're just going and going and going. You're popping U-turns. You're making a wrong right. You're making a wrong left. You end up in Canada. You come back. You don't even know where you are. <laughs> and then, oh, just a stroke of luck. I ended up exactly where I wanted to be, Right there's a way to get to your destination that way, or you can pack your car, you can sit in your car, turn up the music and have a map. It'll take you less time, that's for sure, to get to your destination, an easier route, and you'll be there in no time. The universe is that map, right? So if you surrender, if you say, okay, map, you know better than I do. I know that for sure. You definitely know where I'm going to go wherever you tell me to go. Do you ever try to control what's her name? Siri? I don't know what her name is. The one who talks on Google. You ever try to control her and be like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to make a right? You, <laughs> you completely trust her. Even if you are like in the middle of a, a place that you don't, you've never been before and you don't know and you don't really don't know who you are and where you are in the middle of the night, you're still going to follow that GPS because you trust it and you surrender to it. That's the same thing with the universe. Don't try to change the path to the universe. Don't try to take detours and try to force and control and try to get to your destination in 10 minutes when it's 30 minutes, right? Follow the route, follow your path. The universe knows exactly where it's taking you and knows exactly what time you need to be there and it will get you exactly at that right perfect time for you. And so that's where surrendering comes in. When you learn to surrender, you're telling the universe, I need you, guide me. I'm ready, I'm willing, I'm open, show me the way. And it's been showing you the way the whole time, you just weren't seeing it. It's like you're looking for your phone, but the light's closed. You're looking for it, all over the place you're looking for it. And then you're like, I give up. You turn on the light and it's right in front of you. Oh, it was here the whole time. Yes, but you weren't <laughs> looking for it. Mm-hmm paying attention to it we have blessings from today to tomorrow to the next tomorrow to forever tomorrow the fact that you're listening to this episode now the fact that you just blinked your eyes the fact that you're breathing everything from the second you wake up in the morning the fact that you can go to sleep and your body still functions without you telling it what to do like that is a blessing that so many people don't have and we don't realize how blessed we are constantly and We're constantly receiving that abundance over and over and over again, but we're not paying attention to it because we're trying to be in control. And that's the biggest block to manifestation. So let go, start surrendering, believe, have faith, jump into the water, take the risk, and just believe that wherever you need to to get to, you will be there at exactly the right time. So there's so much more that we can, I mean, there are strategies and things that you can do to start practicing this and putting it into action because it's all nice and dandy what I'm saying right now, but it's way harder than what, than what it sounds like. And as much as I'm all into manifestation and how important your thoughts are, you're never going to get anywhere with just your thoughts. If you don't have action to go hand in hand with your thoughts, they're just thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's never going to get you anywhere. So Okay, so I understand now that I need to surrender and have faith. It is way harder than it seems. How am I getting there? How am I going to start surrendering? What I do, and I'm, I've been slowly conditioning my mind to believe so and to do so, is before I go to sleep every single night, YouTube has my, this affirmation uh, of surrender and let it go, letting it go. And it just plays an affirmation. And even while I sleep, it's playing. So it's my, my subconscious mind is seeping that in constantly. And when I wake up, even if I didn't hear half of that YouTube video, I wake up and it's still there. So you slowly start to practice. It's okay to know. It's one thing to know that you need to surrender. It's a whole other thing to actually start doing it. I, um, speaking Kristen, of that, you, saw, you looked like you wanted to say something. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say yeah. 
Speaking of listening to affirmations and stuff like that at night, I've heard that your subconscious mind is more programmable or reprogrammable when you're in a certain wavelength. And that's when you're either about to fall asleep, like as you're going to bed or right after you wake up. So if you're going to be listening to affirmations or anything to kind of reprogram the way you think and reprogram your subconscious mind to actually believe these things, it's best to do it either in the early morning or right before you go to bed, right? 100%. Yeah. Yes. There is something to it. And it's, I, I usually like to go to sleep with it because it just, it helps me go to sleep. That's number one. Number two, I like, I like waking up knowing that something I, I was also productive while I was asleep because mm-hmm. it's, it's constant practice and you have to be able to know that, you know, put it into action. So if something doesn't go your way and you're starting to react, right? Something happened and you're starting to react, you're starting to feel like you're taking control, take a step back. Take a step back and start changing your thought process. And it all comes down to positive thinking. So a lot of times, and this happens to me too, a lot of times I can be driving or whatever and my mind will start wandering and suddenly, oh, negative thought or another Mm -hmm. negative thought. Maybe I'm thinking about too many negative thoughts. What I do right then and there I chuck it out, throw it out the window, start thinking a new thought. Because what your mind is really doing, your mind is like a projector. Okay, ever went to school and you had these projectors, the teacher showed you like a slideshow, right? Mm -hmm. So you know what a projector is. Yes. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. We're in 2021. I have no idea if they still exist. (laughs) Yeah, true. They probably don't, but we were young. We're old enough to know. Definitely the ones that we were in school with for sure don't exist anymore. (laughs) But a projector basically shows a picture on a big screen for everybody to see. So your mind is like that projector and the thoughts that are in your head, those are the slides that you're putting in the projector. So every thought is singular. You can't think about two things at once. Imagine you can't put two slides on that projector. One slide, if you don't like it, take it off, put in another. You can't see two slides on one on one screen, it has to be one at a time. So that's how your thoughts work. So if you're seeing a certain thing in your mind, in your eyes, in the eye of your mind, right? If you're thinking about a certain way, that means that you literally put the slide in the projector right now and that's what you're seeing. And it's as easy as discarding that and replacing it with the new slide. And that's what you're gonna see. So if you're starting to feel negative thoughts coming into your head, it's as easy as saying no. Start turning on the music, talk to a friend, start listing things that you're grateful for. This is the biggest tip I can give you. If you're starting to think negatively, start saying thank you. Thank you that I can breathe. Thank you that I can see. Thank you that I have a car to drive with, right? Thank you that that I have hands to to do things. The, The smallest yet biggest things that we take for granted, start thinking for that because so many people don't have that. Mm -hmm. Automatically, your thoughts, suddenly, this is not here. And your positive thinking is on the big screen, right? So what your focus is, what you're focusing on right now, that's what's going to fuel your energy. So if you're focusing on something that's negative, your entire focus and attention is on it. That's what you're attracting. Right. If you're focusing on positive, that's what you're attracting. So it's just, it's just about your thoughts. Mm -hmm. and remember you're constantly attracting it's not like oh I'm gonna try to practice attraction right now so I'm gonna meditate feel really good and ask for what I want because I'm in a good state right now so I'm attracting no honey you are constantly attracting even when you're sleeping even when you're angry even when you're yelling at your next door neighbor even when you're sad you're attracting the question is what are you attracting So in Mm -hmm. that exact moment, you might not be attracting exactly what you want, but you're still attracting. It all depends on where your focus is at. If your focus is here, your your attraction is going to go over there. If your focus is over there, that's where your attraction is going to go. So just remember that controlling your thoughts is step one to manifestation, to understanding the law of attraction, to start attracting things that you want. It all starts in there. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I, I love what you said about thoughts. You go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of wanted to go back to what you were saying about um, kind of surrendering to surrendering to the universe and using it as a map. 
And I was hoping you could kind of clarify for someone who is just maybe learning about the law of attraction today and they're thinking about, okay, so I need to surrender to the universe and trust it to guide me to get to this place that I want to go. How would you kind of know, do you have a way that you can tell the difference between a thought that's coming and like guidance from the universe versus your ego coming through or like negative thoughts that are holding you back and maybe pushing you into a safer direction? Do you have a kind of way that you like to tell the difference between each pathway? So number one, there's no such thing as a safe way. If you're trying to feel safe, not taking any risks in your zone, right? In your bubble, you're trying to feel comfortable. Right. That's how you can live your life. It's, it's definitely potential. Mm-hmm. Everything is a sign. There's no coincidences in the world. The fact that we're talking right now is not a coincidence. The fact that certain listeners are listening to this, it's not a coincidence. There is a reason for everything that happens in this world. So definitely anything that happens can be used as a sign. And I didn't really understand what you were saying with the negative thinking. What did that have to do with, um, with, with the universe and the sign? Can you repeat that? So if you're kind of trying to follow, say, your intuition and guidance from the universe to get to a certain point or achieve something, there might be thoughts like your ego coming through, trying to keep you safe, like you were saying. Um, how do you determine right. what you're following or how to follow the universe versus your kind of your thoughts that are trying to keep you small and keep you safe? Okay, so so okay, so now I get your question. But exactly what how I started off the answer. There's not there's no coincidences. So if you're offered an opportunity that you're just scared to take, and your ego says, I'm gonna stay safe, right? Mm-hmm. Which path do you choose? Opportunity that the universe gives you, or that opp- or or that potential of staying in your house and not going out? I'll tell you honestly the truth. Definitely go with the opportunity the universe gave you, because. That ego is fear. That ego is limiting beliefs. That ego is self-doubt. That ego is worry. That all stems from negativity. And that's holding you back. And that's why there's such a... Limiting beliefs are one of the biggest things that if... Let's just talk about this because we're talking about it right now. If you're thinking, I can never do this. This is not for me. I might, it's never going to work for me, right? Mm-hmm. That's a limiting belief. Unless you're thinking about doing something really stupid that might put your life or people around you in danger. Mm-hmm. Like I get that. That's something different. But if it's an opportunity like speaking or taking in a new job or meeting a new person or just doing things that doesn't harm you. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't do it right, even if you get up and, and you have to speak in a meeting, but you say the wrong thing and it completely went like a wrong direction, you're still here and it was still a lesson and it was still something that was meant to happen so that another door can open for you. Okay. And even if that resulted with you losing your job, the universe still has a plan for you. You didn't lose your job for nothing. You lost your job, not because of the way you spoke in the meeting, because the universe has bigger plans for you. So it closed when there's a closed door, another one opens. Mm-hmm. So always know that if, if you think that you can go into your safe space and still be successful, you're wrong. You cannot expect to be comfortable and be successful. Success comes when you're out of your zone. Success comes when you're uncertain. Your future, your potential is when you're uncertain, when you're taking that risk. And I was actually reading a book. Um, I forgot where I put it. I would have shown it to you, but it's called um, on F U C K yourself. I don't know what you can say in this podcast, but that's oh, go ahead. whatever you want. <laughs> Fuck yourself. And I, I recommend it to anybody. What it teaches in that book. One of the chapters was go after things that that are risky, so to speak, go mm-hmm. on after that uncertainty. Because when you're certain, that's when you're settled. And when you're settled, that's when you're telling the, the universe, I have enough. I'm ready to settle. But no, you don't have enough. You want more abundance. You want to have, you have so much more potential and so much more in you to give to yourself, to people around you, to the world. Why are you stopping now? Because you're comfortable, because you're scared. Like, yeah. I'll tell you honestly, I hated public speaking. I couldn't look at a camera on my phone to do a Snapchat. 
I would go on Snapchat and erase it a million and one times because I was scared. I was terrified of my own voice, of my own reflection. I was like, what am I, stupid? Like, I'm talking every single day and that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of what are people going to think about me? What am I scared of? And I pushed through that. And I have my own podcast and I have my own videos and I talk to people and I'm, I'm pushing there constantly all the time. But imagine if I would have let my ego decide for me and say, eh, I'm comfortable not talking in front of people. I'm, I'm good. I'm settled in my zone. I don't need to be talking and out there, right? I wouldn't have had my podcast. I wouldn't have been speaking to you right now. I wouldn't have been inspiring people the way I have and putting out courses the way I do. I wouldn't be where I am right now today. The only reason I am where I am right now today is because I pushed past these limiting beliefs and I went in the direction of uncertainty. I took that step. I, I put my toe into the freezing cold water and I jumped. I went in, even though I was terrified and even though going back to these video that, videos now, I cringe and I do not recommend you go back to it because it doesn't <laughs> sound good. But there. Myself to see how far I've come and for others to, sh to show them that there's no reason for anybody to say no to an opportunity just because they're afraid. That's not mm -hmm. a reason, that's an excuse. And mm -hmm. I have so many people and so many friends. Just the other day I was talking to a friend. She wouldn't be, she wouldn't take this job opportunity that I offered to her with somebody that I know because she's scared of being uncomfortable. Straight out in those words, oh, I'm too comfortable. What happens if it doesn't work? <laughs> Who cares? You have an opportunity, take it. And if it doesn't work, there's something better for you. Mm -hmm. So that's to answer your question, the long answer to the short question, but <laughs> fascinating way of thinking about how it really affects you. Yeah, I love, that. I, I love what you were saying about, um, I mean, all of this really, I think, I feel like Kirsten, I can super relate to because we, <laughs> I, we've mentioned it a few times, but we tried to start a podcast before this one. Um, and it's definitely not good and you should definitely not check it out either. <laughs> um, but so many things, so many things had to go wrong for us to feel so confident about doing this a second time and like relaunching and like finding something that we're passionate about. And, um, we definitely wouldn't be talking to so many amazing people like yourself. We definitely wouldn't have been learning as much as we have already, even through our first few episodes. Um, and so I think, I think we can really speak to that too. And, um, another thing that I just wanted to quickly mention about, um, fear basically was like, my dad always tells me, don't freak out about something that hasn't even happened yet. Mm -hmm. Like, don't be fearful of things that haven't reared their ugly head yet. Like you could sit down and think of a million things that could go wrong with something. And sometimes it's good to do that just to get it out of your system, but don't like fixate on one of those things happening because there's also a million and one positive things that could happen like just as easily. Um, so I really loved what you said about that. And um, I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah. And there's potential to everything, potential to the good and potential to the bad. You're here. And many, many people, even you lovely listeners may say, ah, there's no free will. There's no free choice. We're not in control of anything. Nothing is in our control. What do I control? Nothing. So what are you talking about free will? You're right, but you're also wrong because you're right that there's no control. You don't control things that happen to you. You don't control situations ever. You don't know what's going to happen from second to second. So no, there's no control. What you do control is your, the way you look at it, your perspective. Because like I said, for example, you can have two friends. I actually just wrote this in one of my email newsletters. I have every Monday, I send out a newsletter. And this was one of my newsletters was that, imagine two friends are in school, they have a spelling bee, right? So they're sitting there in front of their entire school and they're going through the same exact situation. They're both standing right next to each other, waiting for that spelling bee to start. One friend can sit there and be like, this is so nerve wracking. I'm so nervous. What if I get one wrong? Everybody's looking at me. I'm starting to sweat. What if I don't say it on time? What if I lose? Oh my God, I'm never going to make this happen. They start freaking out and everything's going to go wrong and ah, everything's wrong, right? <laughs> and they have that 
feeling and butterflies in their stomach, but they'll translate that butterflies in their stomach. They will translate it as something of fear, right? You'll get the butterflies in their stomach. You're like, oh my God, my stomach's turning. I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. Friend number B have the same situation, the same sweat, the same butterflies in their stomach and the same 300 eyes on them, but they will translate the butterflies in their stomach as excitement. Oh my God, my stomach is turning. I'm so excited. Oh my God, this is so exciting. I'm so excited. This is going to happen for me. If I'm going to win, this is going to be amazing. How many people can I show them that I know how to spell, right? How many words am I going to get? This is incredible. The same situation, two different energies. How is that possible? That is where your free will comes in. You don't get to choose whether you stand in that spelling bee or not. You're standing there. Your choice is how will you turn it out to be? The way it turns out, the way any situation in your life turns out is your is because of you. It's the definition, the meaning that you gave to that situation. And therefore you're reacting to it in the exact way that you're reacting to it. So if you're reacting to something as it's something negative and it's something horrid and, uh, and terrible and something to avoid, that is because that's the meaning that you gave to that. And the opposite is true as well. Love that. Also, I've loved this conversation so far. This has been so amazing. <laughs> I love talking about it too. It's, it's inspiring. It's life. Exactly. Kirsten, do you have any questions at all? I think the only thing that might be helpful is maybe like kind of breaking this down into a couple steps that our audience can take if, you know, this is completely new to them and they want to kind of get started. Um, you know, working on their energy and kind of connecting to that and just getting started working with the law of attraction? So getting started with the law of attraction, there's so many ways you can do it. There's no right or wrong way. Um, I have a list of things um, that I constantly use, whether it's my affirmations. Um, affirmations are a great way for you to start. What I do, and I'll show it to you real quick, um, I have these index cards mm -hmm. and every time I come up with an affirmation, I fill up an index. card. So I have a whole bunch of them right here. <laughs> and, and when I wake up in the morning, I'm waiting to have a, a lot of them so I can put it on a ring and it'll be really cool. But wh what I do in the mornings, I wake up in the morning and I randomly just do this and I read it and I meditate on it. And this is the affirmation that takes me throughout the day. So for example, this morning I chose one and it was, I am willing Okay, so I meditated on that. I said it over and over and over again. I am willing. I'm willing to succeed. I'm willing to receive. I'm willing to be happy. I'm willing to focus. I'm willing to be productive. All of these things, I am willing. What it does to you is, number one, it changes your thought process. It, uh, it ingrains it in your subconscious mind that you are willing to do anything that you possibly can. Anything that you want, you can because you have that will. So... Affirmations, and you can use any affirmation. You can go online, you can find it from somebody else. Half of these things are mine, half of these things are from what I found in books or audios. So you can find affirmations anywhere, right? And it can be something like, I am happy, or I surrender. Just say it over and over again. You'll start to believe it, you'll start to feel it. So affirmations are a great way to start changing your vibes, to start, it's a great self-help tool um, to, to actually believe whether, even if you want to start with loving yourself, like if you want to feel self-love, say, I love myself over mm -hmm. and over again. I love myself. I love myself. I'm amazing. This is great. I love myself, right? That's an affirmation and it's going to change your energy. So number one is affirmations, which is also, you can do it with mantras. Like you can, you can use mantras as affirmations as well. Um, another way to boost your energy and to really start attracting things that you want, it's not another way. This is the way. And this is, and all the other tips and tricks that I give you, like the strategies, meditation, music, dancing, all of these things are ideas that you can do that will feed this concept. Mm -hmm. If you want to manifest, and this is the bottom line, write it down, record it, just have it in the front of your mind at all times. If you want to manifest, you need to feel good. You're constantly manifesting, but if you want to start manifesting good, start feeling good. And that means anything that makes you feel good, do it. Dedicate five minutes a day, an hour a day, 
whatever it is, every single day, do anything that makes you feel good. I have drawing, I have pencils here that I color with. I have my affirmations. My, my room is full of things that make me smile. My, sh- my shoe closet. <laughs> like everything that's making you happy, do it. That's going to change your energy automatically. Practicing gratitude, that's also a tip to feed that concept of feeling good. Gratitude builds that feeling of I'm lucky. I have this and I have this and I'm grateful for this because I have this and I don't need anything else because look how much I have, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to feel thankful and lucky and appreciate because you have 98% more than the whole entire world. So you have it. Focus on the good. Where your attention goes, that's where your energy flows. If you're going to attention, put your attention on things that are not working for you, you're going to start, it's like, you know when things are not going well for you and like you're upset and so the whole day you're like, ugh, I got stuck in traffic and ugh, my coffee spilled and oh, this happened and my computer was slow and things that happen all the time and that might not piss you off on the regular just start annoying you because you're in a cycle already of, of interpreting things in a negative way. So anything that happens, even if someone comes and says hello, you're going to bark at them. And it happens so often to so many people. It's because when you're focused on something, negativity brings negativity brings negativity and that's the cycle that's how it's gonna go but the same thing is with positivity if you're focused on the good right if you're in a good mood even if you're stuck in traffic you'll put on the music you'll blast it on you'll start music dancing in your car you'll feel good you don't care you're feeling good so it doesn't it doesn't you don't interpret it as something negative your mind will automatically take you to a good place so positivity breeds positivity breeds positivity and so on so you have a choice. What are you focusing on? Where do you want to go? You want to go down this way or down this way? Whichever way you choose, just know that there is a cycle and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take you all the way there. And, but there's also a way to break that cycle. So if I'm in a bad mood right now, I can break it and be like, okay, so I'm going to start getting in a, in a good mood so that I can start seeing things in a good perspective so I can start feeling better. Mm-hmm. Just do that small thing that small thing, whether it's gratitude or saying an affirmation or doing anything to make you feel good so that you can get down that route again. That's, that's the most important thing. Find anything that makes you feel good. Obviously something normal. Don't do something crazy. Like, I don't even know, (laughs) but, but, you know, just do what makes you happy when you're happy. Everything around you is happy. Everything around you changes. So kind of start acting as if you have everything you've been wanting already. But you do have everything you want. Exactly. So Exactly. There you go. Just be happy. <laughs> it's uh, it does it does sound so simple like yeah. just I mean I and I I think about it too and I'm like even if I've had a shitty day and it's just like been terrible, I could do something as simple as like I'm going to go water my plants. Like I'm an obsessive plant lady. I'll go water my plants. And I don't know why just seeing this little growing pepper on the vine makes me so happy. And then I feel better for the rest of the day. Or I step outside and feel the sunshine. Or I talk to Kirsten about the podcast and just like get in a better mood. And then it doesn't, whatever that was, it was bothering me. Usually doesn't even matter anymore. Like it's not it's not anything that's important. It's kind of similar to what we talk about um, in terms of like evaluating like intentions or evaluating your feelings or whatever. Like, you know, if you're, if you're feeling something, if something's negative, like give it an hour, talk to somebody for an hour on the phone and you won't even remember what it is that was bothering you an hour ago. 100 percent. because remember your thoughts are only one thought at a time you can only focus at one thing at a time so like your focus is on something negative that's what you're going to be focused on exactly what you said so it 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 takes it's as simple as changing your your thought changing your action doing something that makes you feel happy just do it because it's going to change your it's going to change your route it's going to give you that detour putting it into that good space. That's really all it is. Just, just learn to be happy with what you have and you will have more. If you're not happy with what you have right now, you will not get more because the universe says you're not ready to receive more. Look how much you have and you can't handle this. You want more? First eat what you have, (laughs) then you'll get more. Then you'll get dessert. 
right now deal with what you have and we have so much try like honestly i want so many things that i don't currently have right now but at the end of the day i have it because i know i will get it i know that if i have the will and if i have the want i will have it it's already mine it says my name on it it's already in the ups coming in my direction it might take a few months but it's gonna come and it's mine i it's mine so i have everything i want everything that you want you can achieve and nothing is gonna stop you no circumstance no situation no person no emotion nothing the only thing that's stopping you from getting whatever it is that you want is you if you tell yourself i want this i'm gonna get it i don't care how it's gonna happen it's already yours you want a new pair of shoes <laughs> it's mine like that's, <laughs> it's been know, ordered the whole store <laughs> you know, right you put it in your shopping cart you save it like it's yours like just own it and 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 we come to that realization you literally have everything i'm so happy that you have a podcast because i feel so inspired (laughs) (laughs) thank you for having me i think i feel like a great great time with you guys yeah so much fun i also wanted to say um going off of when we were talking about um just doing little things to make you feel good and you know raise your energy um I was thinking about you know if you're in a moment where maybe you can't go water your plants or you know pet your cat or go to the gym or meditate or whatever and you're kind of struggling with emotions coming up and you're in a situation where you can't just turn off and go do something else just visualize and think of like bring yourself back to one of those moments because it's always at your disposal it's always those feelings are still there you can take yourself back and just bring it all back in that moment and be like I felt so good when I was petting my cat I have three cats so I'm using that as an example but (laughs) you know and then you can kind of calm yourself down and raise your energy without even having to stop what you're doing potentially Mm right and what you can do also is change your breath there's a breathing technique. Inhale five seconds, hold it for five seconds, and let it go for five seconds. Do it as many times as you, as you need. Your breath, your air inside of you, that's your energy. Literally, like, that's my energy. So when you change your breath, you are literally, in a literal sense, changing your energy. Mm. If you're feeling that tight in your stomach, if you're feeling a little bit like, like I'm, I'm gonna explode something's gonna happen like i need to mm-hmm. relax something's going on change your breath and you will your your energy will automatically change because your breath is your energy so when you're changing that you're shifting those waves around you you're shifting everything around you and you're being centered because what happens when we when we go out of when we, when we lose it it's only because we're not centered. When we start losing our shit, it's really only because we're focused on this and on this and on this and this one's calling my name and this one's calling me in a million and one emails and and I have to do this and now she pissed me off so now I'm just going to explode, right? <laughs> really what it is because you're all over the place and you're not aligned. So changing your breath is going to bring you back to that alignment, bring you back to that center place and allow you to focus on your breathing instead of and focusing on all the noise that's going on around you you're closing in you're staying in your bubble and you're you're changing your energy and that's going to change a lot for you i've done it and it, it works wonders for me and i i get very angry i have middle eastern blood but <laughs> people who know me know but i do <laughs> often <laughs> that's amazing i love that so much i feel like i could I could definitely tell a few people about um, the breathing techniques and the the dome in the morning and everything. Like I, I already have people in my in my head. I'm like, you could probably use this. Maybe maybe listen to our episode because it will greatly benefit you. Just send them the link to the episode. Don't say anything else. <laughs> exactly. Just tell them to put up a dome. <laughs> exactly. Um, well. Again, thank you so much for talking to us. This has been super fun. Um, I think I think we are good to wrap it up right now. Um, but uh, we wanted to kind of give you space also to 
plug anything that you want. Um, if you want to talk about your, your Instagram, your podcast, if you have a website, Pinterest, whatever it is. So we wanted to give you the floor on that. Awesome. Thanks. So, um, I do have my podcast. It's mending broken beliefs. Um, if you're a listener, you can find it on any platform, really it's out there. My website is edenbusani.com and on my website you'll have everything so there's the podcast there there's my book i wrote a book the pathway to freedom uh, which i actually will probably send it to both of you so we'll be in touch oh, thank awesome. you so there's my book the pathway to freedom it's on amazon um and amazon also has a bunch of free ebooks that i put together so another great thing you wanted to learn taylor you wanted to learn how to get to know yourself better so I do mm-hmm. have an ebook. It's free. It's called Mind Yourself. And also there's a training that I put together. Um, it's called Get to Know Yourself Better. It's also free. And that will really help you get to know yourself on a deeper level. Um, I'm going to gift you my books. So you'll be able to see my book also has a lot on getting to know yourself. So it'll help you a lot with that. Um, but yeah, I do have a bunch of trainings and courses. Everything can be found on my website. And that is it. I do have my Instagram, Mending Broken Belief. Um, it's pretty new. So you guys can check that out. And awesome. yeah, we'll probably link everything um, in the show notes. So you guys can just look at that and find all her stuff there. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Well, thank you again. We really appreciate it. And um, as for us, uh, you can always find us at Hello Next Level Pod on Instagram. And um, we'll probably be linking the law of attraction book and um, hopefully Eden's book as well on our Goodreads account um, at hello next level podcast as well. Um, And yeah, I think that's our episode for the week. So um, happy Sunday, everybody. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.